0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: It's BudPod 72. I mislabeled the one last week for 24 hours. For 24 hours, last week was 72, but in fact it was 71. Well, now we're 72. Um, Did you receive
2: abuse for the mislabeling? Um I received... Because you should have got some. I sent a lot. I just want to make sure I got through.
1: <laughs> I, I got sent um, the same thing that always happens whenever there's an error, which is that generally I catch the error often within an hour or two of the episode going out, or at least within a day. But generally it's within an hour or two, but it takes it like a day for it to all update after I've fixed it. Yeah. So I get the pleasure of having fixed an error. <laughs> <laughs> and you then, then like a day of intermittent for another day ma- tweets just yeah, yeah just what well, just people just going like oh it's this is wrong and I have to be like yeah, I know I know it's don't worry
2: <laughs> you should have <laughs> like an an out fixed. of office this... an automatic out of office reply say sorry yeah. I I'm I know what I did I have to wait for it to update yeah please do not I, contact f- me until tomorrow
1: this this well no it's like I've I've done everything I can it's in the hands of Apple now. That's that's all it is. They need to, I don't know, approve it in their server, and other words like that.
2: Speaking oh, of te- technological um, technological monoliths, have you did you see uh, have you seen this photo of Mark Zuckerberg that's going around with his white white face?
1: <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg is a kind of surfing mime.
2: Yeah, <laughs> he's absolutely he's a, he's a surf mime, in our... In our mime versus clown fantasy land. He's a yes. surf mime. <laughs> he's,
1: he's the rad surf mime. Yes, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, <laughs> yes, he's absolutely coated himself with sun cream. And I've seen that before on a beach. I've seen a child, for example, slathered in sun cream to the point where it's sort of ghostly looking. But he's done almost exclusively his face like... it's it's done like clown makeup it like it ends on his jawline it's
2: almost it's it's almost offensive to someone i'm not sure but it doesn't look politically correct what he's done i'm not sure who it is politically incorrect to but it doesn't sit right he looks like he's put a body's worth of sunscreen onto his face
1: it's a lot it's a lot it's it looks like have you ever seen those pictures of like it'll they'll always be like the cover of some edition of National Geographic and it'll be about like the first time someone's contacted a tribe. Hmm. And they often have they're they're often like people with darker complexions but with like white ritual paint on their face. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's exactly what it looks like.
1: <laughs> he looked like he was part of some kind of incredible rich ritual. Yeah. Where the distinguished members of the of the tribe would slather white cream on their face and try and surf a wave. He is the wave rider. <laughs> yeah, maybe he thinks it's a disguise. <laughs> Do you think he's testing facial recognition technology, and it's not sun cream; maybe. it's like anti robot paint.
2: Interesting. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, if you zoom in very close, it um it is all a lot of tick boxes that say. <laughs> <laughs> Prove you're not a robot. I'm not a robot, if you zoom in. His,
1: his whole face is one box, and it says, tick yeah. if this is a normal face, a normal <laughs> thing to do. And the robots keep saying it is, and it's like, nah, man. No, that's fucking weird. <laughs> um, Yeah, I, I, it's strange, because like, him doing it along like his own jawline sort of implies to me that he's doing it as a kind of like, well, it's very important not to like age your face, as opposed to, I care this much about sun... Damage and cancer only on my face because that's illogical. And he's a very logical man in some ways.
2: He has to maintain the myth of the boy who never grew up. He's got to stay social network young. Yes, you know he 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 wants to remain the youngest billionaire in the world forever.
1: Yeah, and I guess it's always like a oh university dropout tech founder, and you don't want to look at them and, and see like just this old dude like <laughs> yeah, a pensioner well, <laughs> an old man
2: hello what do you drop out of evening class
1: yeah <laughs> you drop out of uh, scrapbooking at the home <laughs> to set up Facebook is that what you did yeah it's very odd I think it smacks it smacks to me of um, of of vanity as opposed to safety
2: uh, right he just really wants to protect his the smoothness of his skin yeah what I don't understand, though, I I have this feeling that every unflattering picture on the internet we get to see by the good grace of Mark Zuckerberg himself, because surely he has the power to remove any photo he wants from the internet. Yeah. Surely he can just he can just um, hit start on an algorithm that goes trolls through the internet and just. Deletes any bad photo of him.
1: Do you think um, him having an embarrassing bad photo of himself is like, uh, he kind of has to do it because it's like, if you found out the guy who owns a tobacco plantation doesn't smoke.
2: Hmm. Right. He needs so to be seen to be... As one of us. As close Yeah, as yeah, but can. also
1: endorsing, yeah. endorsing what his company does.
2: Right, right, right. It would be bad if yeah, he was maybe. like,
1: "I hate having embarrassing photos of me permanently stored in the internet." Also, I run Facebook. You know,
2: interesting. You don't man. want to be a hypocrite. You don't want to be. A so hypocrite. he's trying. Yes, yes, yes. He's trying to prove that he he's drinking the Kool Aid too.
1: Yeah, like if you were if you were Jack Daniels, you wouldn't want to be like, Oh I don't touch the stuff. God, I fucking kill you." <laughs>
2: <laughs> I once watched an interview on the news of uh, is they were interviewing? I think it was the Brit, the British CEO of KFC or the CEO of KFC UK or something. Yeah, and and they were like, "Do you ever eat KFC?" And he said, "Yeah, once a week." And they were like, "Really?" He like, yeah, every once a week I go to a KFC and I have a, a meal at KFC, <laughs> which I'd love to watch. It's kind of like a thousand dollars suit going into a, a KFC on Edgeware Road, just sitting down and having a full meal. But
1: also, like he's he's, he's going getting in gravy like, on um, his tie. <laughs> he's going in there. Uh, either he's going in there in disguise, or he's going in there like he uh, like standing in front of everyone and putting on white gloves and running his finger along the edges of things. You know.
2: Oh, right. So he's like Gus Fring.
1: Yes, exactly. He's going in. It's like <laughs> Gustavo Fring saying, of course I eat the chicken. It is the best chicken in town. Would you like some? Like, it's just that terrifying. <laughs> Maybe he goes in dressed as the colonel.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's terrifying. That's what I would do. Yeah. Because the, t- the colonel should be basically a terrifying figure.
1: I found out the other day that um, he's, he was a Kentucky colonel in the sense that in the state of Kentucky, I don't know if they still do it, but you could be awarded a, a colonelcy. Right. It was like so, a, yeah, it's like it's being like knighted being dame, or getting an OBE.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice one. Wow, how sort of yeah, which um, is... royal, how sort of European. How, what was that? How European. Yeah, yeah yeah I mean the, the sort of, I mean it's very un-American to be bestowing titles on people. I guess, but don't like I mean every every American cartoon
1: seems to have the, the freedom of the city. the key to the city.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: every that's every true. time someone in a cartoon does well, they seem to get a big key from a mayor.
2: Yeah, when I watched those cartoons as, as a kid, I, I I always wanted to see the door. I wanted to see the door that it went into. <laughs> yes. A huge door to the city.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, getting like the freedom of the city and a key to the city is kind of medievally sort of thing. Like the 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 burghers of the town allow you to unlock the gate or something.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, isn't it? And um, I hey, I I caught speaking of social media and gates. I watched your Twitch yesterday. I caught your Twitch. Did you Did you see it? Yeah, well, it's your most recent Medieval Mondays, I think. You were, you were playing the Malian Empire or fighting the Malian Empire? On yeah, I Day. was...
1: Um, it's about uh, this guy called Sanjata who was, like, trying to retake the throne. Mm. Of the... Like, kind of basically found the Malian Empire. He got forced out. Yeah. It's very interesting. I,
2: it's some of the first Twitch I've actually probably watched. And um, at the beginning, you were just... Essentially, you spent... But 10 minutes, just getting barraged by trumpet noises. Because every time, every time you get a subscriber, Twitch insists on playing a full fanfare. Like it's right. No, I do, oh, I do that. I do that. Oh, right. I don't know. I, well, no, well it, it, no. it, looks, it looks like you really don't want it to happen and you have no idea how to stop it to happening. So I very much thought <laughs> it was at the start,
1: No, Because no, at the I've set something up. Like I've set up a... Um, I've set up a sort of website thing, so when I get a subscription, so when someone like signs up to to fully subscribe to me, it, it tootles this little theme tune, but I used a website to set that up, and I r- realized after the first few minutes, um, the noise was being played twice, slightly out of sync with each other, because it was the noise coming from the Twitch interface, where it was, mm-hmm. you know, as it were happening. Mm. and my PC was playing it on the corresponding website, whose window I'd still left open.
2: A rookie error.
1: Yeah, so it was like an echo. It was like um, having to hear someone's Skype feed and the delayed Skype feed on the other end beamed back to you, basically.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I yeah. know the feeling.
1: Yeah, so but, but um, you know, people who, people who subscribe full, they deserve a fanfare. Yeah, they're giving me and giving me a small a little gifts? bit a little bit of money every month to to, to get uh, privileges privileges and 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 special rights and, and you know glory. Wow,
2: and maybe a, an honorary honorary colonelship.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, keys to, yeah. Keys to, keys to your city,
2: keys to keys to your flat. Maybe they get keys to your flat. They get
1: the keys. They get the keys to one of my Age of Empires cities. Yeah, and then the top level subscribers, if they pay enough money per month, they will get keys to the flat. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. lots of every every stream people say where's phil where's, you're like you're like a missing
2: you're like a missing parent where's phil oh interesting why isn't why doesn't well, phil do this I, I, we, we must do a joint one at some point
1: yes that's been suggested i think that's a good idea do some twitch stream combo
2: yeah, although I don't have any of the, the kits, so I'll have to just come around yours and just sit next to you. Like I, like I used to do when I was a kid and someone had a computer game. We just sit at, yes. next to each other and look. Oh, exciting oh, times. Yes.
1: I think that's very much Twitch's sort of... Uh, um, Twitch is very much a descendant of that ancestor. I mean, absolutely, that's,
2: that's, all, that's all they're tapping into, isn't it?
1: I think so. And also, like, to be honest... There's some games, like, like Limmy plays Dead by Daylight and stuff quite a lot on Twitch, and I have no interest in buying or owning or playing that game myself, but I enjoy watching him do it.
2: Is that like a horror game? Yeah. Hmm.
1: But it's like a multiplayer horror game where you're, you're playing, like, the monster. You can play as the monster in a sort of horror movie, as it were. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's multiplayer. So you're the monster, and there's, like, four other people playing the kind of horror movie victims the cheerleader the whatever and (laughs) the monster is like you have to like chase them and murder them while they try and escape and do various tasks and things it's multiplayer yeah
2: that's smart i think it's quite it's quite an old game maybe a few years
1: yeah maybe i mean my definition Mm. of an old game is something from the early 2000s still Mm. um but in my head by daylight is you seem to be doing all
2: right in in your in your game of the um playing as the malians you, <clears throat> yeah. You found you found some camels who you could inexplicably control once you found them.
1: Yes, just just riding around in the in the in the wild. I mean, I I, I mean, look, we did the mission, but frankly, I was playing um in, <laughs> I was inefficiently, I was playing inefficiently. But the stream is very helpful. It's a very um, it's a very smart bunch of people. The stream they seem to they know a lot about a lot. They're, they're dropping they're dropping hot highbrow references. Is that,
2: is, that inf- is that infuriating, though, to be playing a computer game and hundreds of people shouting at you, go there, go there, kill that, use that camel. <laughs>
1: yeah, but it's worse because often the stream turns out to be correct, which is really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, they kept telling me to do something, and I was like, well, hold your horses, and then it turned out, yeah, it was like the first thing I was supposed to do. <laughs> so,
2: so
1: that you're was doing, a shame, you're doing
2: but... two a week, right? You're, three a week of the twitching.
1: Yeah, 3. Um so there's yeah, Medieval Mondays, Age of Empires and then I'll expand that to be like Crusader Kings 2 or maybe Civ or other history games. Warzone Wednesdays, which will be to, later today if you're listening uh, on the day this has come out. Warzone Wednesdays, shooting people in Verdansk and then Thinking Thursdays, Return of the Oberdin puzzle game and other, and after that various mm. other puzzle games, riddles and logic puzzles and clues.
2: Oh, and little codexes and hidden rooms.
1: Yeah, exactly. Have it's you a done lot of fun. I think. That, Have you yeah. done an
2: escape room together, you and I?
1: No, we haven't. I've only ever done one.
2: Interesting. I've done. I'm under escape room three. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're they're good fun. We should um, We should we should Twitch us doing an escape room. That'd be good.
1: Oh, that would be good. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. With like little GoPros or something like Peep Show. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe a that little bit of good. a Blair Witch Project vibe. Maybe we're, all, we're just always panicked <laughs> and the camera's too close yeah. to our faces <laughs> and it's all like <laughs> night vision. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and uh, at some point, I just go and stand in a corner really horribly. Yeah, nice one. Just a lo as looming in a corner while you're trying to like slowly approach me to tap me on the shoulder, going
2: Pierre, Pierre. Excellent. And then style. it
1: turns out I was just I was just checking Twitter.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. And that thing is, is, the is um
2: thing is Pierre with our phones these days we all look a bit like zombies. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, uh, the funny thing is that uh, who needs a virus when the only real virus is the computer virus? That's our computers. Mm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that said, I, I I don't know if you, you were on Twitter when the the big Twitter lockout happened this week, the uh, when Barack Obama and like Jeff Bezos' accounts were all hacked. Yeah. were were tweeting uh, Bitcoin scams, and I because I was also, I also have a verified account. Clang, I was <laughs> locked out of my my account, so I couldn't tweet anything for a few hours. Which, which for me is like telling me I can't breathe, and <laughs> and all I could I could only retweet things. So people with verified accounts are trying to sort of piece together messages by retweeting other things. I just went back and retweeted the old Ed Balls tweet, but no one understood.
1: I, I saw that. I thought that was funny. Thanks, man. But also, like, I'm amazed that that you know, people like with blue tick accounts. You 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 blue ticks um, <laughs> were just like, well, I I can't I can't be out for two hours. I have to laboriously retweet single words in order to spell something out.
2: <laughs> well, because it's like it's such a unique okay. Because well, what we're thinking is. I'm speaking on behalf of all the 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 blue ticks here as a community. All the blueies, the, the community, yeah, a very proud community. Because it, it's not like oh, here's finally a break that I can have from tweeting. It's like here's a, a once in a decade opportunity. This is one an event, a social media event, and I have to do something now to mark that event. What can I do? I can retweet something. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so we're still, I'm still sat there thinking, how do I do something funny here? So not no. even not even in the, the case of a lockout can I find peace.
1: So even though someone said to you, you can't do Twitter or tweeting for a bit, you still spent your enforced time off thinking, Well, what will I do when I can tweet again?
2: <laughs> yeah, what's the great first tweet back?
1: So you were like a guy in prison who just spends every night just <laughs> saying to their soulmate, oh, I'm gonna buy a cheeseburger and a new tie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll go to the baseball game, and no one will tell me I can't. Like a <laughs> just fantasizing. Oh man,
2: that was tragic. That was an absolute tragic scene. The jail of the mind.
1: Um, I, uh, I just thought the whole thing was amazing that they were actually because what was it? They estimate that they got like a 120 grand this this Bitcoin account because you can like see it. They could see so it People, it was taken people
2: actually sent them Bitcoin. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Uh, this, um, uh, this is the thing, you know, when, when you get like a call from a robot and it goes, I understand you were in an accident. And you go, shut the fuck up. And it goes, Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That must have been painful. You're a fucking robot. You're not real. Of course I can help you. If you just. And you think, <laughs> who is falling for these? And obviously, yeah. lots, lots of people, because they wouldn't exist if they didn't work.
1: Well, this is, this is it. And apparently, like, the amount of people who do fall for the Nigerian prince thing is high enough that it's worth sending the email. Yeah, yeah, um, of course. And they're sneaky as well, because sometimes the robot lady says, hello? Yeah. Hello? And then, and then once you've repeated, then they start talking. Very clever. It's,
2: it's how evil do you have to, can a person be?
1: This, well this is it it's like it's so clearly a scam and like an elaborate scam it's not like you're going hey you know for all i knew the, the 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 shoes were high quality it's not even like that it's like no no i want to steal money i'm gonna steal money and it's i'm gonna put all this effort in i'm very interested to find out about the voice actor
2: that's what i was just about to say <laughs> is, is she the scammer is it like <laughs> yeah. writ, written by directed by produced by this sort of Donald Glover esque scam <laughs> scam genius, yeah. or or do they have to put out a casting call? <laughs> you put know? it on spotlight. Yeah, and yeah, and how do you explain that brief to someone? It's an avant-garde radio production. Um, we uh, 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 so even though we're having
1: this meeting in a van, and I'm visibly a criminal um i run an insurance firm for cars or something uh, anyway uh, could you please read this into this microphone and it's all just hello yes just send us your bank details <laughs> <laughs> but they yeah they must have paid someone to do it because it's always like a very professional sounding robot yeah
2: yeah yeah it's, always it's very convincing it's, the first yeah, time i heard it i was like i was i was just i was so confused for like a minute because <laughs> yes. obviously I'd, I'd never heard of anything like it, and it never happened to me before. So it's like, what is going? What is this what's wrong with this lady? She speaks <laughs> weird. <laughs> this lady's an idiot.:
1: <laughs> And it's always a lady.
2: It's always a lady.
1: Um, yeah I, also, I nearly, yeah, well, that's it. I, I nearly got tricked the other day because you know when you check your emails like in a rush
2: Oh, yeah. Like you're yeah. checking them on your phone and you're tired and you're like changing <laughs> trains. Oh no, I didn't mean to delete that. Oh, come on, come on, refresh. <laughs> yeah, that's how I do it. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it was just an email saying, like, oh, your, your, your Netflix thing is overdue.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: it all looked like perfect. And it even sent you to a website and whatever. And I was about to be like, wait, and I was about to like try and log in. And I thought, wait a minute. Because I've I've set my life up so that everything just renews in January, basically. Yeah, and this was in summer, so I was like, yeah, "Oh!" And then I checked the URL, and it was like scam dot dot
2: Albania. Every subscription these these days is opt out. There isn't a single subscription that's going to risk you for getting to renew. So, like, yeah, yeah. If someone asked yeah, I think I got one from like as far as an email from like. Apple dot us or whatever, <laughs> and it was I think it was something like your iMessage your what no, that's it your WhatsApp subscription is about to run out. Oh yeah, WhatsApp. We here at WhatsApp are introducing a subscription fee. It's one dollar for a year. Click on this link. To, to I mean, and for like that, as you as you say, because I was in between. This is in the before times. I was actually I had things to do. I was if you can imagine it between tasks and. <laughs> And I was like, "What? Oh, for God's sake, this too? Oh, all right." And then it took me, yeah, like you, like you, it took me like six seconds to go, "Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, WhatsApp?
1: Yeah, like, oh, you know, uh, your 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 water l- license has expired. Like, just absolute <laughs> nonsense." <laughs> it's funny, isn't it, that it's always a woman, and she's always a well-spoken English woman. Yeah, it's never, it's never like. Hello, I hear you've been in an
2: accident.
1: It's never like an evil cockney.
2: Yeah, or someone from Mystic Lands. Good day. Good day. The ravens tell me that you were involved in a malady that was not of your creating. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I scry in my crystal ball. Ye
2: hath tripped and fallen. (laughs) Tripped and fallen. Ye
1: hath tripped and fallen (laughs) upon lands that weren't thine own. Backs transfer me some silver. Oh, man, that's fine. It's, yeah. Um, we should try setting up a scam where it's like uh, an angry uh, uh, working class sounding man just yelling trying to get it done.
2: We an accident or not. Come on. Yep.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> really unsympathetic.
2: Well, what I found really funny about the, uh, the Twitter scam in in particular Jeff Bezos's <laughs> example was, that it was it was yeah. written to say something like I want to give back to the community send me any bitcoin you send me I will double and send back it's like when has Jeff Bezos ever wanted to give anything to anyone (laughs) (laughs) why would he do it now he won't give toilet breaks to his staff he's not gonna give bitcoin (laughs) to strangers
1: and also like it's Jeff Bezos or whatever is is interesting because it's like Bezos and Bill Gates you can almost go like right sort of okay computer men computer men okay Whereas then it was like Biden and Obama, and it's like well, I don't think either of them are on the record as being particularly interested in Bitcoin or anything really, computery. These are these are politicians. Well, people always um, forget
2: uh, that the real historical element of President Obama's victory was he was the first crypto president.
1: <laughs> he was the first crypto president. Yes, he he'd sort of. Increased in value exponentially for, for the first few years and then crashed.
2: And crashed suddenly when everyone needed him the most, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, Yeah, it's funny with Bezos because like, even when he's like, I'm giving $500 million to this Californian homelessness charity, you do the maths and it's like, right, so that's less than if someone with $1,000 gave away a dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Like proportionately he's just like money he would find like like in The Simpsons when Mr. Burns funds a charity with money, he found his tuxedo pants yeah <laughs> it's basically that over it's just tuxedo
2: pants money over and over again i wonder what what does jeff Bezos like think if you if you like handed him a fifty dollar note what is is that like is is that just like To him, is that like just being handed a leaf or something? How do you think he looks at that? Is there any value in that piece of paper he's just been handed?
1: He thinks that coins are like shards of metal from like an explosion. (laughs) Or like maybe batteries, like flat lithium-ion batteries.
2: It's insane. Do you think...
1: Because he started Amazon, they were like selling books out of a garage, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Do you think he'd, like, his own memories of that, like, he, he sort of goes, oh... Like, he's just thinking about, oh, when I was starting out, and he can, like, remember sitting on, like, a folding lawn chair in a garage somewhere, just, like, sellotaping packets of books together. That must seem like someone else's memory. It must seem like a dream. Yeah. But, because... I mean, I have,
2: I have those kinds of memories of, of my own pathetic life. You know, I have memories <laughs> of just... <laughs> Shitting myself at school, or you know, crying over not getting a toy. I want, and I look back and I go, "Is that the, was that the same life? Or even like shit I did like seven years ago, places I went. I go, was that this life? <laughs> and, and that feeling must just be magnified a hundredfold for someone like Jeff Bezos, right? Hugely.
1: Yeah, hugely. I mean,
2: his life.
1: Like, his being him would be easier if you believed in, like, gods in a kind of Roman, ancient Roman way.
2: Because
1: <laughs> mm. then you could look back and think, well, the only explanation for how that, that weird little g- garage-dwelling bookseller became a golden titan yeah. is the favor of Zeus. Like, that would at least make sense of it in your head.
2: <laughs> I don't know if I've said this before, but we don't... Appreciate often enough that the richest person on earth is called Jeff. You ever think about that <laughs> Jeff <laughs> A joke, hey, Jeff you know <laughs> yeah, he's richer than most countries. It's Jeff. <laughs> you could personally fund huge swathes
1: of the of world governments from his own pocket. It's Jeff) <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he owns the world and has just started dating your mum it's Jeff
1: <laughs> he, he comes into your room and you're playing computer games and says are you winning? it's
2: Jeff <laughs> <laughs> you ca- he calls you a champ and you don't like it it's Jeff yeah I mean you, this could go on for a while
1: <laughs> whereas if, if you said um, he is the richest man in the world with the money he has, only in his pocket, he could fund governments. It is Bezos.
2: <laughs> yes, Bezos. It's good. That's more. That like sounds that. like it sounds like Balthazar. Right? It sounds like a Mesopotamian king, which you know all rich people should have names like.
1: Yeah, Bezos the Destroyer.
2: Yeah, you, you, you If you're that rich, your name should sound like a size of champagne bottle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Bees, like if someone's called it a Bezos, sounds like someone who has to wear a mask with rivets on. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> or they die. <laughs> or he's got like a glove of power.
2: Uh, which he bought on Amazon, probably. On Amazon <laughs> yeah. Prime, he gets it straight away.
1: Ah, and of course, if you have Amazon Prime and you want to stick it to Jeff, you can use your Amazon Prime to subscribe to my Twitch for free. It won't cost you anything, but I will get uh, money from Jeff.
2: Oh, interesting. Yeah. See, this is how he gets here. Even, even the greatest among us, like Pierre, are in the pocket of Big Jeff.
1: <laughs> Jeff is all of our stepdads. And Bezos <laughs> is all of our gods. Maybe it's like the two faced god from Game of Thrones like the it's like the nice the like the the day and the night it's jeff and and bezos
2: right interesting so you want like the Beyonce favor of jeff fierce... but you,
1: yeah you fear the you want the favor of jeff, but you fear the wrath of Bezos
2: <laughs> bezos
1: bezos <Yeah. laughs> man um Oh, vaccine! The vaccine's ready. Oh yes! Ding ding ding! Stick a fork in me! I need a vaccine. I'm done. From the other
2: place. <laughs> oh, the other place. They beat beat us to it. We didn't. Blah. Yes, Cambridge um, Cambridge have done terribly in the uh, vaccine varsity. Yes.
1: Uh, Cambridge's only hope now is to artificially engineer a new version of COVID nineteen that's even worse, yeah. and then vaccinate against that.
2: Yeah, that's a good. That's an. I think that's another good movie idea. You know, we just that. That's a good movie idea. Oh, like a, a, the good starting to a zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really could. So it's it's a, it's an angry university research team and they're annoyed they haven't come up with the covid vaccine so they design a new pandemic which they already have the vaccine for but it spirals out of hand and mutates faster than they thought and hmm, where does it go from here from this point it's either a zombie movie and this is just the origin of all the zombies or a plucky renegade um, bio engineer. Goes, he's sort of working from his garage, Bezos style. Figures yes. out the vaccine,
1: or or he he finds proof that it was engineered to be worse, and then the the government are after him like Jason Bourne.
2: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, There's
1: yeah, yeah. There's lots of like a text message appearing on a phone saying "get out."
2: Right, but but all the soldiers that are sent after him. Um, I've got a cold, so... (laughs) (laughs) They're all under the weather! (laughs) Okay, yeah, it's got legs, it's got legs. We probably need to brainstorm it. It would be, yeah, it would be quite cool
1: to have a detective mystery set during a time when everyone has to wear masks and stay indoors.
2: Hmm, it certainly makes identification harder.
1: Yeah, exactly. Everyone's all hidden, and and, uh, cityscapes are all abandoned and weird-looking. So it would right.
2: look cool. It would look very cool. We need to hol- just
1: get ourselves flown out to LA and they can just sit us in a room with a mm. coffee and uh, takeaways and we'll just, we'll just pitch all day. We'll pitch up a
2: storm. We will come up with the next five years of Hollywood hits. Yeah. In one afternoon. And
1: the, yeah, and the next 30 of... Almost hits that have like amazing casts, but you've never heard of them, and they pop up on Amazon Prime, and you're like, What? They did that? Yeah. You're like, Robert Downey Jr. was in a not Avengers film last year? (laughs) What? He plays a what?
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or it'd be like, Chris Hemsworth plays Austrian, controversial Austrian artist Egon Schiele in this biopic. What?
2: Yeah, it's always a biopic or. H- historical fiction, yeah, and you watch yeah. it it's like Kevin Spacey as King Arthur. What? <laughs> yeah. When did they make this? Or <laughs> well, like, um, liter-
1: literally, like this year or last year? It's like Mel Gibson as the man who wrote the dictionary.
2: <laughs> I fucking hate biopics, man, and I fucking hate historical f- fiction. I, <laughs> or, I just, I hate them. I hate them because. Anything anything good, isn't true. Yeah, and and they all sound wrong and they
1: look ridiculous. And it's a it's, it's a lot of actors looking for an excuse to grow mutton chops.
2: And it's always just an excuse to glorify whoever is the central character. It's never interesting. Like I mean, we've talked about yeah. Darkest Hour, but Darkest <laughs> Hour still makes me annoyed to this day. For his depiction as a bumbly wumbly Winston Churchill, sickening.
1: It could have been so good. It
2: could have been so interesting.
1: They could have had a scene where he's really inspiring, and then afterwards he's like bloody Indians or something. Like they could have mixed it in.
2: Yeah, yeah. It could have been thought provoking and nuanced, but no, it was just blah, blah 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 blah. We will fight the baddies because we are the goodies. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah. And I dare say there'll be plenty of time for tea and bickies after the war. <laughs> embarrassing. Bits of it were absolutely embarrassing. Bits of it were wonderful. Bits of it were embarrassing. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah, and and as you say, it's never interesting, it's always just like overdoing it because the person who wrote the script wrote a movie about the historical character because there's there's a pattern that some people fall into which is um they become obsessed with the pivotal nature of a historical figure and they project a load of other changes onto them so let's say you know they're very interested in uh, the, na- the Navy, the foundation of the Royal Navy. So they get obsessed with Samuel Pepys. And then there's a one little bit of Samuel Pepys' diary where, and I'm making this up, but like he says something like, ooh, methinks thinks it be most pleasant to have a, an evening of d- dance in a, in a large hall. And they go, not only that, Samuel Pepys invented the disco. <laughs> it, yeah, it's always sure. this
2: massive fucking reach. Because, yeah, one thing is never really enough, is it?
1: No, they've they've decided that like the person that they're obsessed with, who they've spent presumably seven years trying to get a film made about. So they really do have an obsession with how brilliant this, interesting this person is. They, they they've decided like, well, there must be evidence of of them being even more enlightened and brilliant. And this is a problem I have when people are like, oh, Shakespeare invented such and such a word. And if you ever look at one of those posters where it's like. um, It's a form of tat. It's actually, it's a form of tat we should investigate. Shakespeare tat.
2: Shakespeare tat. Yeah, 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 like exit, exit pursued by a bear or any of the sex jokes or like. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's all Shakespeare tat.
1: But then there's a type of Shakespeare poster which says something like, if you've ever rested your elbow on your eyeball and spoken to a swordsman with your mouth lips, then you... Wouldn't be able to say any of what what you were doing without because Shakespeare invented all those words, and I had a teacher at school who was obsessed with the idea that Shakespeare invented this list of words. And if you actually are tedious and and a very very bo- boring person like me, and you look up some of the words, they they have like Anglo-Saxon origins. He's it's it's so not it's so not the case
2: that he just invented them. Yeah, some okay. of them he invented because <laughs> uh, how. how- you you're starting from nothing. You can't just put the word "flibble" in your play, yeah. and then everyone yes. goes, "Oh, okay, I guess flibble means desk now." Yeah, um, and just pick up from context what "flibble" is, <laughs> and it, <only laughs> it has to have some rooting elsewhere. If if you if you if there was like a big drunk Jacobean
1: crowd, Elizabethan crowd. You can't just wander out onto the stage in a rough and go, Ah, good crimble to thee, mine fine blimblies. I crippledy-crop my poopity poo. Like, they just start throwing eggs at you.
2: <laughs>
1: Boo! Uh, this is gibberish! Boo! I crippledy-crop my poopity poo. I'm willing to believe he invented eyeball.
2: Yes, yes. Because, I mean, that the first time I heard the word eyeball, I knew what it meant.
1: Yeah. Because then you can go, ah, he, he, put, he tore out his eyeball,
2: and people would go, oh, oh right, like the whole ball of it. Oh, eh. Bubble, I can believe, because it's onomatopoeic. I think that's a sound effect, right? That's basically like we, we all know the word wham from Batman, right? So we know bubble from Shakespeare.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's modern examples. Like, have you ever heard uh, someone being sick referred to as lurgy? Mm-hmm. That was invented in the 50s by Spike Milligan.
2: Oh, really? Lurgy's from... Really? I yeah, not know so that.
1: Lurgy is the name of a fictional disease from an episode of The Goon Show he did with Peter Sellers. Spike Milligan, Peter Sellers, and Harry Seacombe.
2: Ah. And um,
1: it was one of, the, one of the joke storylines revolved around uh, these two scammers convincing the government there was a new disease called Lurgy that they had to buy medicine for and uh, that only they sold.
2: Um... Man, oh, to have the cultural impact of something making TV when there were three TV shows. Oh, man. Well, this is even on the radio on the Goon Show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even yeah. that. Then. Even that. Then. Um, what was... Oh, well, you, the comedian uh, Rich Hall. You know Rich Hall? Yeah. He invented the word spork. No. Yeah, spork is his word. <laughs> I beg your pardon. He, he came up with the word spork. So how, and, how, and, how did this? Either either he was either he was a joke on something, maybe like on SNL or something. He was on he was in SNL for a while, or or he maybe even worked in marketing for a bit. That might be it. But yeah, he 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 put he just put the two words <laughs> spoon and fork together, came up with spork. I mean, that's quite a legacy to have, isn't it? Sporks' time... legacy
1: is pretty great.
2: Yeah, that is not bad. Um,
1: Margaret Thatcher, when she was a chemistry researcher or, or something like that, was on the team of scientists that invented the, the, the whippy ice cream. That's right.
2: Yeah, soft serve ice cream. Soft From serve a... ice cream.
1: And I think she helped Margaret the Solero or something like that. Wow. This,
2: yeah so that's why
1: that's why people say that's why people say thatcher thatcher milk snatcher because you were snatching the milk to make ice cream out of it <laughs> <laughs>
2: this 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 lady's not for serving mm that doesn't quite, that doesn't quite work <laughs> yeah. That's what Argentina's all about. they had all the they had all the best cones she's trying to get the cones from Argentina
1: <laughs> that's why Argentina invaded the Falklands is to steal the recipe for soft serve ice
2: cream because <laughs> it's so hot it's so hot yeah, over here in thought, Argentina
1: she thought I'll keep the recipe where no one will ever look for it
2: <laughs> I mean that is the closest to you know um um, mom in Futurama, the the head of Slurm in... Is it Slurm Industries? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's Margaret Thatcher. Yeah,
1: that's it. Yeah, quiet, you idiot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they must have modeled her after Thatcher a bit,
2: surely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, what are the... Uh, what are the sort of inventions are they by i mean people always talk about the nazis and the volkswagen and the highway and the fucking all that stuff well
1: volkswagen had to be um restarted by a british army major oh it was obviously a you know it was a nazi thing it was the people's car but then when uh, the volkswagen factories were in the british sector of west germany And in an attempt to, like, rebuild Germany and get society going again, I think it was a British army major who sort of commandeered the the factory and was like, right, you're all going to start making cars again. Come on, uh, you know. No harm, no foul.
2: We need cars, yeah.
1: Well, we we need you to have a working economy or we're going to be back in another 20 years. (laughs) Basically. And also the East Germans, uh, they seem to be carrying a lot of fence building materials and we don't like the look of that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, their wall industry seems to have picked up a lot recently. I don't know what's going on there. I've I've overheard, I, I don't speak Russian, but I've overheard the word
1: brick and surprise a lot. <laughs>
2: uh, it, it, it came up in like a night, didn't it, the Berlin Wall?
1: Yes, um, the, the temporary fencing came up overnight, and then the wall was constructed uh, proper over the next like, few it, weeks. It just, yeah, But it was it just... It, it was fencing and it and checkpoints just, overnight. It yeah.
2: went through. It just went through some houses. So some people woke up and found that because of the bedroom they were in, they were in East Germany and like fucking crazy stuff like that.
1: Yeah, and there was like, like a, there was a, a small gap where it was like you could walk over bits, or it was a bit casual as they were filling it in. But um, other than that, yeah, it was very much designed to suddenly stop people because it, it had already started. Loads of people in East Germany were just like going to West Germany to, to actually buy things or live or leave, you know study and leave, they were all just leap flowing over, as well you might.
2: I mean, you would think that was a sign that your system of government was the uh, less preferable one, if you have to go. <laughs> yeah. Our way is far superior, and because of that, we're going to put a wall around it so you can't leave... Because we don't want you getting embroiled in all the rubbish governments around, around the world. We want to make sure you stay here in the perfect country. The best place to live is prison.
1: <laughs> That's why we have all these walls and guards. It's to stop people coming in and living in the prison. <laughs> <laughs> because it's too lovely. Ring rings, Letters, keep emails, emails, e-mails, emails, emails buzz, phone, numbers, Phone. Of to your sister, correspondence. The-
2: it's, 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 let me see. It's a utensil jig in a popular British soap opera. It's a curry spoon dance. Thank you. Uh, Victoria gets in touch. Victoria, uh, slick euphoria, is nice. what I experience when we read one of Victoria's letters.
1: Um, Dear Phil Wang Lee and Pierre Nivelli-Golding.
2: What? Mm, Phil, oh, Ang Lee. Ang Lee oh, is the director. Yes. And what's the... Piano Ellie Golding. Ellie Golding, isn't it? Ellie ah, Greening? yes, 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 yes. Very good, very good. Yes. What, what, what a team-up that would be. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> um, uh, uh, she says, uh, an uncool cool came to me today. Apologies if you've had this one before. Bartender tricks.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, almost, flips, it's almost... It's any tricks, really. It's pretty much any tricks, except maybe extreme sports tricks. Those, for some reason, yeah. have a, They've... Dodged all uncoolness. But yeah, yeah bar tricks. tricks. Any tricks that you would do in a bar are inherently creepy. Yes. I think that's what it is. So magic tricks, bar tricks, chat up lines, you know, these are all creepy tricks.
1: <laughs> this one weird trick, which is why dentists
2: <laughs> hate her. Yeah. Things like
1: that. Um, yes, I think that's true. She says, impressive and incredibly dweeby at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think that's true. And she says, uh, Phil, uh, that she really enjoyed your Instagram live cook along with Ed Gamble.
2: Oh, yes. We, I, I taught Ed Gamble how to make an ed fried rice.
1: Yeah. But she says, I now can't walk past the condiments tray in my kitchen without muttering, kick a man when he's down to myself upon seeing the soy sauce.
2: <laughs> well, welcome to my hell. Cause that's all I can ever see when I look at the soy sauce now. <laughs>
1: Is it like those terrible, sort of compulsive jokes that you have to tell yourself again and again?
2: Yeah, yeah, my is down. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, Lewis gets in touch.
2: Lewis. Um, we've had Lewis before, right? And I'm sure I did the poo or something. So. Lewis, mm. um, uh, good to see you, Lewis. <laughs> Lewis, you aren't Gruus. Yeah, I like that.
1: Well, he hasn't, though, because he's still writing us. It's true. It's true. Uh, PNP, he says, some thoughts from inside the quarantine here. I've been thinking about video conferencing etiquette. During the pod last week, you were both riffing on a subject and spoke at the same time, leading to a polite struggle, where Pierre stood aside to let Phil's chat pass by. <laughs> yes, yeah.
2: Yeah, my chat was trying to get to the toilet. <laughs> yeah. We did, we did yeah. a little left and right side uh, sidestepping until Pierre let me through, yeah.
1: Um, I, I have an awkward memory of um, on a night out once at university, I had that on, a, on a, a pavement with someone, like the hoop, 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 and you sort of go around each other a bit. And it was a, a, a northern guy, it was a, a guy from Lancashire. And as we finally figured it out and walked past each other, he went, Oh, thanks for the dance. <laughs> and I remember thinking, That's, that's great.
2: That's good stuff
1: that's good, I like that, I like thanks for the dance, that is nice. Truly,
2: I am learning every day here at university. Yeah,
1: and then within a week, I said it to someone in the daytime, and they were just like, you could see on their face, it was just like,
2: what? (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking laugh. (laughs) That's a lame thing to say in the day.
1: Yeah, if you're both drunk at night, it's kind of like, oh, this is a fun, like, drunken communal feeling, and also it's a good way of determining that we're not going to have a fight over this.
2: Yeah, but, like... Um, in, in Just in the library, when everyone's <laughs> hung over and pissed off.
1: Everyone's like, what, what? <laughs> so, Lewis is wondering, uh, he says, what happens in the chat meetings of cocaine-fueled CEOs or angry meatheads? Do they just talk all over each other and hear nothing? <laughs> or have they been forced into a merry dance of manners?
2: That's interesting, that's funny. How, how, how often do meatheads congregate for a chat on Zoom?
1: Yes, that's true. The annual, the, it's like, guys, we can't have a meathead
2: meeting in person. It's not safe. I mean, people, what people don't realize is that meat and meathead can also be interpreted as M-E-E-T, and that we're actually a very social community, and we have to meet <laughs> yeah. up regularly in order to be full meatheads. We're called meatheads because we're, we're fans of meeting.
1: Yes, that's, that's it. they just groups of people who just love meeting up. <laughs>
2: Yeah, when uh, that's why I call anyone who has lots of friends I like, go you meathead. Yeah, what are you? Some kind of meathead, or like um,
1: people say it in uh interviews and things like uh, like retrospectives. Like uh, yeah, before I was in the band, I spent my 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 formative years. I was a real meathead, you know. I just uh, hanging out, took up all my time. <laughs> I dropped out of high school to hang out more, meet up with people. Anyway, I'd meet up with anyone. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'd meet up with anyone. Hey, if pretty you soon to meet up, I would meet up. You know, yeah, those days, those crazy days. Talking about it like a drug problem. Pretty soon I was <laughs> meeting up with people I didn't even know.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you, your your phone starts starts ringing at three a.m. and you're getting a call to go meet up and hang out with people
2: <laughs> you you haven't actually met yet. People you you know you don't get along with and you have no, nothing in common with, but y- y- it doesn't matter at that point. You just you have to meet up.
1: Spending all your money on coffee and twenty four hour arcade games, just meeting up at the mall again and again. <laughs> <It> does sound <laughs> like it could be quite addictive. Yeah, it sounds fun. Um. Yes. I. Yeah. Meat. Meatheads. Like. Um. Deadheads. The from uh, the Grateful Dead. I don't know what that is. Uh The Grateful Dead, the band. It's mm. its fans. The fans are, are called Deadheads. Called Deadheads, yeah. And well but like we're particularly dedicated. We just like follow the band around in a kind of hippie van.
2: Is that why they're called Deadheads? Is that short sure for dedicated?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. dead deadheads. Dead <laughs> um so Oh. We got a lovely uh, piece of spam. Oh yeah, go on. Who's it from? Uh, It's from Rocky. Rocky, hi, Rocky. (laughs) Um, And the subject line is low cost service. Sounds good. What kind of service? It does sound good. Um, And uh, it 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 ends with a double hello. It says hi, comma greetings, (laughs) exclamation mark.
2: (laughs) Hi, (laughs) greetings. It, it, it sounds like that that opening sounds like the email noticed your presence was polite to you and then realized they she knew you very well yeah, yes like, uh, hi oh greetings oh yeah.
1: my king like when the, and, it turns out the king has been under the hood the whole time yeah and basically, <laughs> it just this. I'm I'm sending you this email to say that we're doing lots of web design at a very competitive price. If you're interested, please get back to me. Respectfully, Racky, open brackets, business development executive, close brackets.
2: Well, that's very humble of the business development executive to be emailing people personally, person to person.
1: That's right. I mean, that's the kind of low-cost service you don't get from robots these days.
2: No, absolutely not. That's the kind of door-knocking Dedication you only get with Raki. That's right. That's right. Um
1: so that's thank you for that, Spam. That's very Thanks, nice. Thanks, Raki. Um, Keep listening. John
2: John gets in touch, our, our Mexico correspondent. Ooh. Uh please, John, fill us in on what's been going out going on, uh, down under <laughs> 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 I refer to Mexico as down under. This is something you listeners should uh, be aware of.
1: That is very funny.
2: Um, dear podcast Pipers, he says. That's nice. Kind of um, sinister. They were leading yeah. pod, pod buds into uh, into the woods. Away from yeah. the barons. Uh, your favorite John Payne, John Payne, here. John Payne, John Payne! Yeah, man. Good to hear from you, John. It's been a while. John lent me a loop this pedal is, um... once.
1: Yeah. I remember those days.
2: If anyone Uh, watches my... um, I've got a a show on YouTube called Mellow Yellow, and in it I use a a loop pedal. That is John's loop pedal. So if you want to see a real-life PodBuds property on YouTube, uh, do check out Mellow Yellow. It's from a few years ago. It's not perfect. Uh, Not a perfect show, but um, I am proud enough of it to have left it up. (laughs) I haven't deleted it. (laughs) uh he says uh
1: praise redacted uh to begin your very own tongue twister i have substituted pip for Phil, which i hope is an acceptable shortening and it is based on a classic english language tongue twister so here's the tongue twister film Mm. um i'm gonna do it as best i can Pip and Pierre prepped their pipes for perfect podcasts. Their pipes for perfect podcasts Pip and Pierre prepped. If Pip and Pierre prepped their pipes for perfect podcasts, where's the perfect <laughs> podcast that Pip and Pierre prepped?
2: That's very good. Well, and well, well done to John for writing it. Well done to Pierre for saying it. Shall I, shall I see how fast I can say it? I think that's
1: the logical next step, yes.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. Pip and Pierre prep their pipes for perfect podcast. Their pipes for perfect podcast. Pip and Pierre prep. Pip and Pierre prep their pipes for perfect podcast. Where's the perfect podcast? Po-
2: damn it! Oh, uh, well, there it is, ladies and gents. The end of Pierre's work as a broadcaster. This is the the end the of the my tongue twister reputation. Yeah, your reputation lies in tatters.
1: Yeah, in tiny tatters. Yeah, I, I, I probably... Pierre's
2: reputation lies. <laughs> if Pierre's reputation lies in yeah. tatters, then whose reputation tattered ties? So good. I'm trying to come up with a tongue twister. Improvised tongue twisters are quite difficult. Uh, um, yeah. Pierre, let me try and improvise tongue twister. Pierre, if you give me. Um, tongue twisters need a, a sort of a name, uh, maybe a profession, yeah. and an object.
1: Yes. Okay. So uh, let's say uh, Charlie. Um Charlie Chunks. The object is just chunks. <laughs> okay, just nondescript chunks. Okay. Just chunks, you know? <laughs> Ch- 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 Charlie chunks. And
2: um uh he's a he's a chap, that's his profession. Oh I'm sorry, in, in this case it's not profession, I think it's action, isn't it? So something that you would oh. do with chunks. I, okay. I made a small uh, mistake there. Choose. Okay, choose chunks, Charlie. Um, Charlie chooses chunks, but with chunks. <laughs> <laughs> I failed already. Char- <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, Charlie. Uh- <clears throat> Charlie is a chunk choosing chap. If the chunk choosing chap Charlie chose enough chunks to chunk to choose a chap, then which chap chunked Charlie? Ch- I think that's pretty. I think I'm pretty good. I, I find it is pretty easy. <laughs> Charlie's chunks chunked a chap. If the chap chunked Charlie back, which chunks? Which chap chunked the? Cha- which chap chunked Charlie? <laughs>
1: You sound like someone in the back of a cab leaving a rave.
2: <laughs> oh, where the, where's, Sorry, Chunk is, where's Charlie's right. chunks? He up. Now I need to get Charlie's chunks. Where's yeah. Charlie's chunks? I left Charlie's chunks in in, in the club. Where's Charlie's chunks? <laughs> yeah. I left it with a
1: chat. Your friends having to go. Your friends having to go. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine.
2: No, I need the chunks. I need Charlie's chunks. You just, have Charlie's chunks. Kind of... They're like you have Charlie's chunks. No, Charlie needs the chunks. <laughs> <laughs> you ate them. <laughs> No, no, I need the chunks. Charlie's... I need to give Charlie's chunks to a chap.
1: (laughs) Well, those chaps chose Charlie's chunks, so which chunks did Charlie's chaps choose if they chose those chunks, then. (laughs) It was good, improvised. It was like a a rap battle for (laughs) four-year-olds.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Charlie
1: chose some chunks, but which chunks did Charlie choose?
2: improvise um, tongue twister
1: it's a new game nice it's never been done till today uh so he says uh, <laughs> he says uh two short stories from me today both in support of okay thank you as a weapon of mass
2: destruction oh, oh a weapon so okay thank you should be a weapon of mass destruction uh, well let's find out i think okay. so all
1: right. Or just using it as a weapon maybe okay uh, he says, "I was hoping to send a series of pictures from the artisan market in Oh, Coyoacan. Oh, Koyoacan, nice!
2: It's one Mexico of those City. like cool sort of uh, what's it? Central American languages.
1: Yeah, um, with where X's I live, is and O's and A's. Yeah, yes. In which he can, uh, he says in which can be found beautiful um, alebrijes." Colorful representations of animals from the Mayan zodiac. Oh, Beautifully nice. made leather goods and vibrant scarves, rugs, and decorative tablecloths. Lovely. Lovely. And one stand of pure tat. Signs that <laughs> uh, hang, signs that stand, signs that are screwed on, all emblazoned with the most awful tat
2: and all inexplicably in English. Mayan tat. Mayan tat. Don't even Just talk a- to me until I've beheaded my first virgin on the steps of this pyramid. <laughs> don't talk to me till I've had my bitter
1: heavily overbrewed chocolate (laughs) as part of that ritual yes (laughs) so he says alas corona has caused a block to this contribution uh so, anyway, he says, in replacement in of that, okay, thank you, used as a weapon. As you know, I'm a teacher, and as you must surely assume, I deal with my share of af- often well-meaning japes and larks from the students. I'm sure there's plenty of japes and larks.
2: Well, uh, in, there's, there, in Mexico it's pronounced japes. Yeah, japes and larks. <laughs> japes, yeah. Japes and the larkos.
1: <laughs> from this estudiantes. Uh often in the form of facetious interruptions during class, the sort of thing which you two were no doubt responsible for but got away with because of your good grades. Fecal interruptions, in my case.
2: Often shut myself.
1: (laughs) And people would go, oh, he's all right, he gets
2: A's.
1: (laughs) Um, I always find quite a swift and simple, okay, thank you, is the perfect weapon for disarming these disruptions. That's
2: good. Ah, We're educating Mm. the world, Pierre. We're helping to educate Mm. the world. Very
1: educational. So, ah, uh, this is interesting. He says, more recently, I found myself surprised to receive a phone call from an ex-girlfriend with whom I endured a six-month relationship, which was incredibly toxic and unpleasant. Oh, my gosh.
2: Wow. Mm. <laughs> I wonder why he left for Mexico. You can...
1: <laughs> you can imagine how taken aback I was to receive the call after almost a year with no contact whatsoever.
2: Terrifying. Although... Can you imagine that name coming up oh. on your phone Te- oh. while you're in Mexico? Terrifying.
1: Blood blood turns to ice. (laughs) Absolutely chilling. Um, uh, You can imagine how taken aback I was to receive the call after a year of no contact, although it suddenly made sense as she told me about a stressful time she was having. Of course she phoned because she needed something. Mm. Um, I was, I'm pleased to say, very magnanimous, and I offered her my sagest wisdom, although it did include, you have lots of friends who love you very much, but I am not one of them, so why are you calling me? Wow,
2: wow. (laughs) I like that a lot. <laughs> a little, yeah, a bit of the old one too.
1: That's great. You have a lot of friends who love you very much. So why don't you fuck off? The door
2: to- <laughs> that is diplomacy one o one. That is great. Oh. <laughs> you have lots of friends and family who love you very much. I, however, am not one of them. <laughs> So you are talking to the wrong person. <laughs>
1: Very um, good. By the end of the conversation, she was gushing with praise and thanks, closing with, uh, oh, I think it must, she must be a Mexican person as well, because she, she oh, okay. closes with, te mando un abrazo, which means oh, okay. I'm sending
2: you a hug. Oh, okay. So it wasn't someone he uh, escaped uh, the UK from. It was someone. No. So he says, te mando The, she the says, call, te call was mando coming from inside the country.
1: <laughs> the call was confirming coming from inside the Mexico.
2: <laughs> inside the casa.
1: <laughs> el, el teléfono originale de... <laughs> I can't remember enough Jesus de in Spanish in, to figure that te, out.
2: interiore de la casa.
1: Del, del casa? della Dela? De la, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so te mando un abrazo, or in the Spanish pronunciation, I guess it would be te mando un abrazo. With a oh,
2: In not in Mexico though, right? In Spain they'd Yeah, no, not leaf. in Mexico, It'd be abrazo, yeah. I think.
1: So she's saying, I'm sending you a hug, to which with I responded to, to which I responded with a cool Okay Gracias. Boom. Oh wow. Headshot. Wow. Cold. Lovely. Cold as ice. Cold as ice. They call him the iceman.
2: That's why they El call him del ice. John Payne. <laughs>
1: John, uh, oh God! What's cold? Uh what's cold in Spanish? I uh,
2: free, free, free. Oh, it's free something, isn't it? Frico, or f- was that just beans? Have I just said beans? Bean. <laughs> Emma, do I frio, think it- it's frío? It is. Oh, nice one. Thank you. But I think frijo is bean, but frío is cold. Joakim, that's um, related to fridge, like refrigerate.
1: Free. Definitely, and freezing and frigid. Uh, of course, of course. So like, you can call someone a, a, a frijo frío, cold bean. <laughs>
2: <You> <laughs> cold he is bean. one. That guy's one cold bean. Let me tell you. That guy's
1: one cold bean. Before you meet this man, <laughs> let me just tell you, he's
2: one cold bean. I, I just I just thought I just I just realized that Mr. Bean in Spanish is Señor frijo. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? let's go watch Señor Frijo. <laughs>
1: Señor Frijo es un idiota. <laughs> uh, <laughs> pienso pienso que Señor Frijo Frijo es uh uh, uh malo en el uh, um, oh, what's head? bonsia in in el uh, head en el chef. Jefe. It's like chief. Oh, nice. No, that's not it. I, yeah, how do you say in Spanish? I think Mr. Bean is mentally ill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. Uh. Well, what crazy is a famous word, isn't it? Um, lo- lo- loco. Loco. <laughs> Senor Frijo is loco. <laughs> there we go.
1: There we go. I like the idea of uh, someone saying that <laughs> while they're in the cinema watching Mr. Bean. <laughs> Just <laughs> laughing oh, 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 oh. Señor Frijo is loco. Dios mío.
2: That's funny.
1: Ay, María. Señor Frijo es loco, ¿no? Sí. Muy loco. Es uno, una problema.
2: Uh,
1: so he uh, says, I've never hung up a call so smugly in all my life. Thank you for continuing with the pod. It is very good company to me, alone in my flat all day. Koji
2: founding farter and unofficial BudPod Mexico correspondent, John Payne. Well, we make that official today. John is the official Mexico correspondent. If only because we have no others, but also because John is very good at it. Yes, uh, here's I your think, gun and your badge. I think that's very well handled there, John. You, you were firm, but you were not unkind. You told this person what they needed to hear. Uh, but you reassured them as well. I think I think that I think you can chalk that one up as a as a moral win.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. You 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 were the Otto van Otto von Bismarck of that diplomatic interaction.
2: Mm-hmm mm hmm mm-hmm. Smashed a, a, it. An Otto of the heart. An Otto van Biz, von Bismarck <laughs> heart. Uh, I think that's all the time we have uh, that's all the time we have uh stuff for uh, yep. this week, um, next week we're going to do another Correspondence Special just because they are so fun and so good.
1: Yes, and we're going to we're gonna record it in advance because you're off on Hollybobs, Philly.
2: I'm on me Hollybobs, yeah. Phil's I going looked... on
1: holiday to Wuhan to figure this whole thing out.
2: <laughs> yes, I've booked all my accommodation on the interwebs to go into my Hollybobs. <laughs> uh, yeah, off to Wuhan... To uh to to put the pieces of this puzzle together. What the bloody hell is going on? That's what I'll be asking. Second I <laughs> yeah, step off the yeah. plane. Yeah. Guys, what is going on? What's the story? What are you all playing at? <laughs> so I look forward to um returning and regaling you all with what I found. Nice. Um See you
1: guys next week on Twitter or on my Twitch. If you don't have Twitch, just sign up. I
2: did, and I'm loving it. Yeah, check, it out, check it up here on, on Twitch and me on Twitter. Um, um, okay. Uh, keep checking it. Bye, everybody.
1: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.